Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Hi, I'm Adam Carolla, and welcome to the first episode of Going Racing, a show that will highlight the fastest cars, best races, best celebrities in the automotive world. And now here's a conversation I had with Joey Logano talking about racing and NASCAR and his haunted GT. Joey Logano's here. I'm going to burst this bubble on his uh, Ford <laughs> GT. Joey Logano? What's happening? Hey, man. Congratulations. Thank you very much. How are you guys doing today? Doing well. I know you're running at uh, Fontana this Sunday at the uh, Auto Club 400 uh, at Fontana. That's this Sunday at Fox. I've run a few uh, vintage races there, but you guys are staying on the oval the whole time, not going into the infield, right? No, we're staying out there on a the big track and uh, carry a bunch of feet. Honestly, it's one of the most fun racetracks to go to. Uh, the surface is worn in real nice, so it wears the tires out quick, and the car starts sliding around quite a bit. And the track's so wide. I mean, you've been there. You know how wide the track is. You can go anywhere uh, out there, so it's, it's a lot of fun for us drivers. Are you just sort of flat out the whole race in fifth or sixth, or do you lift, or are you even in fifth or sixth? Is it just four? What do you got? We only got four gears in there. Uh, so, uh, you know, I'll, that's just the rules that, that NASCAR has. Um, you know, so our cars make quite a bit of power, so we're able to kind of power through to where we don't need much gears. But, uh, yeah, you got to lift uh, a fair amount there in, in Fontana. This uh, a racetrack, like I said, that, you know, the corners are, the asphalt's wore out. The corners are pretty flat. There's not much banking. And you got those long, long straightaways. So uh, when you get there, you gotta got to figure out how to slow her down a little bit. It's uh, it's crazy. I mean, we we're just watching the Daytona 500 a few weeks ago. It's crazy all the carnage and all the crashes and how. I mean, how the thing that's crazy about NASCAR is is their proximity to one another. When you're going 200 plus miles an hour and their car two inches to your right, two inches to your left, right in front of you and right behind you. That that's. To me, I think that's what that's what makes it different than other forms of racing. Would you agree with that, Joey? Yeah, you know, you play this arrow game. Uh, you know, when you're around other cars, you know, you may think it's just a draft uh, when you're behind a car, but when you're beside a car, you're able to uh, dump a lot of air off your nose onto their uh, quarter panel, onto their rear spoiler, and add drag to their car. So you get this side draft game going. And then you get into the corners and you're looking for clean air. You're looking for having no one in front of you because you're looking for all that downforce and all the grip. So, you know, different parts of the racetrack where different cars are, uh, you constantly have to be aware of where your competition is and, and, and what they're thinking. It's kind of like that, that high-speed chess match we talk about sometimes. Is you got to be in the, in the other driver's heads and kind of know what they're thinking and know where their cars are strong and, and really have to study it. Uh, because you're right, we're so close and we're so aggressive and we have to be to be able to be successful. I'm guessing you, I've never thought about this, but I'm guessing that like a pitcher reads batters and batters study pitchers in, in baseball, you see who's around you and you kind of know their tendencies. I know from doing vintage racing, you know, some guys are really reckless and will do sort of crazy things and other guys are a lot more measured do you 
Yeah. You have to constantly read that, right? Oh, of course. You know, and yeah, you, you kind of know certain drivers and, and there's certain tracks they're better at than others and they'll do certain things. And uh, yeah, you bring up the Daytona 500 and when you go there, everyone realizes how big of a deal it is to win the Daytona 500 and no one really cares about having a solid finish. It's all about winning or nothing. So that's why you see these huge crashes. Right? Everyone's just going for it and making these moves that may not be the smartest, but it gives them a small chance of winning the biggest race of the year. So, yeah, that's why you see some of that in those type of races. So you keep that stuff in mind. You keep in mind the type of moves that some make. You study films. You study other drivers. You study your own stuff. Uh, you know, the, the driving game has is, is changed a lot over the last, uh, you know, 15 years or so um, from when, you know, the drivers would work on the car physically. Now it's, yeah, you're 100% focused on how do you become a better race car driver, not a better mechanic. Uh, and, and you're really focusing on, you know, working with your engineers and how you make your car faster and race other cars better. Um, you must have got it, gotten started in karting. Everyone seems to get started in karting. What, what was your path? Yeah, I did um, I did quarter midgets instead of the current. My mom liked the roll cage and the seatbelts. She wasn't mm-hmm. a big fan of that without the, the seatbelts in them. So I started there, and I, I ran to these uh, Legends cars and uh, ran, you know, local late model races um, and just kind of kept moving up through the ranks uh, at a fairly early age, um, you know, to when uh, you know, my first cup race was over 10 years ago now, uh, almost 11 years ago now. So, um yeah, it's definitely, it's been a, a, a fast-paced road to get here and been able to, to have some fun and have some decent success now uh, here. It's taken me a while to get to that point, but it's been able to uh, yeah, have some fun with it now and um, you know, be able to, to keep racking up some trophies. You're, uh, we were talking before you got on the air about your Ford GT Heritage car, black and white Heritage car. Yeah. How much about that car uh, do you know? Because I, I know a lot about the Heritage version. Or the heritage, the actual car mm-hmm. it's based on. Well, I know it's fast. That's kind of all I need to know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you know? Sad. Do you know it's haunted? It's Ricky Bobby it's haunted? Moment. It's cursed. Yes. Well, what does that mean? Well, oh. that car, because I did a documentary on Ford versus Ferrari, and actually they're going to do a new one that's uh, coming out with uh, uh, Matt Damon and Christian Bale. I think it, it is. But... That okay. that black and white livery was the livery of the color of Bruce McLaren's car that won the race in, I think, 66. And it ended up beating Ken Miles' Ford GT or GT40, uh, although they told everyone to slow down so they could get the three-way photo finish. And that's where Ken Miles got jobbed because he was well in the lead and ended up losing by... 17 feet because his car started further back or further up in the grid. Uh, either way, Ken Miles was dead testing at Riverside seven weeks later, and Bruce McLaren was dead within a year. So it's a haunted car. Joey, get out! <laughs> I don't know about all that. I don't know what you're <laughs> laughing about, dude. That's fine. It's haunted. <laughs> and laughing all over the blood bank. His car was number two. And yours is number 22, which is twice as hot. <laughs> twice as evil. <laughs> I feel like it's better. That was the one so when, we were, when I was ordering the car. Uh, yeah, so you got to put a 22. I said, the two, I get the Heritage, it's cool. But it's also my, my teammate, Brad Keselowski. It's his number. That's what he was. So I'm like, I can't drive a car around with my teammate's number on it. 
So uh, they, they gave me a VIN number 22 with the 22 on the side, on the inside and all. So it made it pretty special. It's, it is a, it's an amazing car. I, I don't think it's haunted. All right? I well, think okay. it's just a really Hurst. cool car. Whatever. <laughs> See you on the slab. <laughs> I'm just saying, don't get near it. <laughs> don't look at it. What else do you have in your garage? Oh, man. I, I've... Uh, got some random kind of unique things that uh, that I like to drive around, but you know, one of my my favorite cars to drive. I have an old Model T, and that is, I I, I feel like I'm going 120 when I'm going 20 in it. And, and you know how those cars are. You, you, your pedals work completely different than a, a street car normally, and then you, you know, the throttles on the steering wheel. So it's a challenging car to drive, but kind of a a fun piece. But uh, I don't think I got a, a water car. Have you heard of a water car? Oh, the Amphicar, the James Bond. It's like the modern-day version of the Amphicar. Oh, there's uh, a modern-day version. about 45 mile an hour in the water. So (laughs) that that gets everybody's attention. It's hilarious. Uh, That's a good way to beat traffic, which is nice. (laughs) Yeah, it's... uh, (laughs) Cut through the L.A. Homes on that side of the river. You literally can just drive into a river and drive drive into a lake. Um, (laughs) No, I, you know, the... It's it's interesting because I talk to people, I guess everyone... Always wants to know how fast you're going, right? I mean, it seems like the lay person goes, how fast are you going in that race, right? Yeah. And yeah. I always tell people, well, if you're, you fly commercially, you're going 550 miles an hour and you have a drink in your hand and you're watching <laughs> Paul Blart, too. You know, like stumble the restroom. You don't have the sense of speed, right. even though you're going 550 miles an hour. And like if you're at Fontana, what, what is your top speed at Fontana? Uh, top speed in the Fontana is about 212 or 215. It's kind of depending on track conditions. So you're, you're booking along, and, and you, I can't say you really get used to it. You know, like you, you get a little bit more comfortable, but when things go wrong, that's when you realize you're going really fast <laughs> because you can't stop. Uh, that, that's usually when you notice uh, how much speed you're carrying. What is the, what is the fastest track on the circuit? Uh, California is up there, but uh, Michigan is our is our fastest track right now. A similar layout to what you see at Auto Club Speedway, but uh, it, it's repaved. So you have a newer surface that just brings in more grip. How do you like the the, the road courses? Uh, I love them. You know, and that's one of the things I love about NASCAR racing is that we have to learn, you know, so many different disciplines of racing to be successful in, in our sport. You know, you have to be good at road courses. You have to be good at, you know, short track type racing, mile and a half, super speedways, you know, like at Daytona or Talladega. So, you know, you have to figure out how to win at all these tracks. And it takes something different out of the driver, but it takes something different out of the car as well. And being able to figure that out, uh, you know, constantly every year, how it's a little bit different, the rules change, or, um, or you just the competition keeps getting better and you got to keep staying up with it. Uh, you know, that's a fun piece. Uh, that I think NASCAR has that you get to do all these different disciplines where it's not just road racing every week or just burning mile and a half every week. You can do a little bit of everything. I got to say, I always think about driving at uh, the uh, Fontana Speedway and the sensation of speed. So I drove a Datsun 510 there a few times in a vintage race, and it's like, it's got, first off, the rims are 13 inches. They're like miniature little wheels. <laughs> And I, you'd get up to, uh, you'd get up to like 133 mm. miles an hour or something. And if, if but you're in a shit box from the early seventies, <laughs> it's a that tin, it's a tin can. 
with miniature wheels on it, and it feels like someone pushed you down a hill in a shopping cart. Like, it's a crazy <laughs> sensation. Like riding a buffalo in a cheap commercial. Of speed, yeah. <laughs> like, it just feels crazy because of what you're in. So right. it's all all about the sensation that uh, really makes the difference. Uh, Panini trading card sweepstakes. What do we need to know about uh, that, Joey? Yeah, so Panini's got to come up with this awesome uh, sweepstakes to where uh, if you buy any of their uh, Donruss cards, uh, it has a code uh, in the inside of the pack that you can go onto their website and uh, be able to put that code in to win a sweepstakes to go to Daytona 500 and get a VIP experience next year and uh, be able to, you know, I'll take you through the garage, show you the car up close, uh, and it's going to be a lot of fun. It's cool to see uh, fans first time seeing the cars up close, uh, you know, whether it's a longtime fan or, or a kid that's just starting to watch uh, and, and they see all that stuff up close, and they, it's uh, their eyes light up or, or the first time they see the cars go on the straightaway uh, going that fast. Or, you know, it's just such a cool experience. So uh, something really neat Panini's doing. Um, so you can get those at, you know, Target or Walmart, their website. Uh, you know, they're, they're all over. So uh, they're, they're definitely, um, you know, it's a cool thing to, to be involved in for me. Well, good luck, uh, Joey, coming up uh, out in uh, Fontana, and uh, that's uh, Sunday. That is this Sunday. That's that'll be yep. on Fox. It'll be all Club uh, Four Hundred. Real quick, uh, you guys show up. There, there's not a whole lot going on in Fontana. <laughs> Dare you? <laughs> you, uh, I'm, I'm being as kind as I can, but yeah. uh, you guys will show up. Like, what's the Quick thumbnail sketch of the schedule. Qualify, you know, practice one day, qualifying. How does it work? Yeah, so we get on the racetrack Friday. Uh, we'll have a 50-minute practice, and then we line up that afternoon for qualifying, and that's uh, that's Friday. And then Saturday we have a couple more practices uh, to work on our race trim setup, and then Sundays line them up and race. So uh, it's kind of our, our weekly schedule. We kind of go through a, a very similar thing at each racetrack. There's uh, there's uh, so much I like about it, and I'll I'll tell you guys about one of my favorite my favorite things. Joey Logano, uh, thank you uh, very much for uh, for taking the time. Yeah, no problem. You guys have a good one. We'll see you soon. All right. Well, there you have it. Joey Logano and his haunted Ford GT. Tune in next week for another episode of Going Racing featuring Patrick Dempsey. New episodes available on Podcast One and Apple Podcasts.